Hello and welcome to this podcast. My name's Alex Morgan and I am the owner of Tiny Blue Rocket. So in today's podcast we are looking at the seven basic security tips for WordPress websites. So it's quite common for people to get an amazing website built that looks lovely and works really well and hits all the right targets for their business website but they just forget about the security. It's that kind of belief that oh, it won't be me. No, no one would, would try to hack my business. It's it's not it's not massive. It's not a multinational company. What's the point? The thing is, every WordPress website will be facing hacking attempts on a weekly basis. Not doesn't matter what size of business you've got. Doesn't matter how small or how hidden or how unused your website might be. Whatever WordPress website you've got, it's going to be under attack on a fairly regular basis. So you need to have security built in from the get-go with your website. So we're going to go through the seven things that you can do to ensure your website is secure. Now I would recommend with these seven steps that these are things you're doing before or starting to do before you set up your website. So if you're coming to this and you've already got a website and you want to then add on security to it or make sure it's more secure, these things will work. It will be a bit harder to go back and retrofit these things. So it's kind of a much better process if you're doing this from the start. But as I say, it will work either way. So first things first, and I've been looking at other blog posts about security just to make sure I was saying the right things or had the right um, ideas down for this blog and this podcast. Um, one thing I didn't notice anyone mentioning was hosting. I thought, hmm, it's a bit of a basic thing really. Um, when you have a website, you need to have somewhere to host the files. And, you know, essentially, and most importantly, that hosting provider is so important to your website not just because it makes it happen, makes the website physically work, but because that hosting provider can be the root cause of any problems you're having with your WordPress website security. So um, it's very tempting with a website to look for the cheapest possible hosting provider out there, get someone who's going to own, you're only going to pay them a, a pound or two or a really small amount. Really tempting to do that. But with hosting, you get what you pay for. You really do. Now, while you know with Black Friday deals and you will get, we'll get some Mac holiday deals coming up soon as well, these hosting providers who are really good will offer you deals. You've got to look for the ones who are WordPress-specific, first of all, if you're using a WordPress website, but also have a history and heritage of being a quality hosting provider. And just avoid the cheap ones. I was talking to a, a prospective client in the week, and she'd already purchased hosting for her website before it was built. And she told me who it was hosted with, or going to host it with. And I just said to her, before we even start, get rid of that rubbish hosting provider. You're going to have problems if you go with with them. So I've given her a list of quality WordPress specific hosting providers who will cost a bit more money but ultimately will provide her with a much more secure, fast and usable hosting 
platform to start with. So when you're purchasing hosting, it's quite difficult if you're not kind of tech savvy to know what to look for or what to go for. Um, now, first things first, things like disk space. As some of them say, you can you can have so many gigabytes of disk space for your website. Um, yeah, you know that's really important because you want to have the space for your business to grow, and you don't want to be limited too much. And some hosting providers, especially cheap ones, will put limits on the bandwidth or number of visitors you can have to your website per week or per month. And you know you've got to avoid those ones as well because these businesses shouldn't be handicapping you or making you pay more for being successful. They should be celebrating your success, not limiting it. So those things are important. But when it comes to security, you need to be looking for hosting providers who are providing you with robust firewalls with DDoS protection and ones that will provide daily backups as part of the hosting package. Now, there are some who don't do that and you can pay extra for daily backups. It's just a fundamental basics of hosting. You go with the provider who provides you with these most fundamental things like a good firewall with that protection and daily backups. An extra thing as well, which comes at, at a hosting level, is an SSL certificate. Now, good hosting companies will, will build in access to Let's Encrypt and their free SSL certificates. So go with the company who offer that as well, because then you can, in, in, in about three clicks, install an SSL certificate on your website really easily. And you you need to install those before you start setting up WordPress as well, because I've done it before with websites where you retroactively fit SSL, and it's so hard to get it to work when the website already exists. Do it before, <laughs> really do it before. So get a good hosting provider before you even get started on a website. Then you add on a number two, which is a CDN, a content delivery network. Now, what a CDN does, when you read about CDNs, it talks about speed, because its primary function is about speed. What a CDN does is it takes your website data and it distributes it all over the world. So if someone comes to your website who is based living in Sydney and there's someone who's living over in New York, they're trying to access your website. And if your hosting is ordinarily in, say, let's, let's say, London, the person in London, or a person in Manchester, will be able to connect to your website really quickly because the, the process of sending a request to your server in London and getting the website back will be much quicker for the person nearer. But those people in New York and Sydney are a long way away. They had to wait extra seconds to send that request all the way over to London and get the website content sent all the way back to their phone or their computer. And that all takes a bit longer to happen. But with a CDN, they have data centres in most major com countries in the world. So the person in Sydney will have a data centre in Sydney that hosts your files. So they send a request, and it goes to Sydney and back again. New York person sends a request. It goes rather than to London, it goes to New York. Data centre gets back your website really quickly. So it speeds up your website. And you can fall into the trap of saying CDN is about speed. CDN is about a business that's based globally. Well, actually, every website needs a CDN because what it does, more importantly, I'd say than speed, is it adds an extra layer of security. 
it provides an additional firewall and additional layers of security. So we use Cloudflare. We use Cloudflare's free CDN. You can pay extra for Cloudflare and get more features, but the free version provides more than enough to start to get you started anyway with your small business website. So what Cloudflare does, it has three main things for, for security. Yeah, it does. First and foremost, it protects you against those DDoS attacks. So DDoS attacks are where a bot or a person sends hundreds and thousands of requests at a website in one go, banging, banging, banging on the door, asking for the website, until eventually the server cannot cope with that much traffic and just collapses on, on itself and just stops providing the website to anybody. And that's a very easy way for someone to take down a website that they don't like or just have a bit of, a bit of fun, as they would see it, just attacking websites and bringing them down and showing what they can do. Cloudflare stops that. It looks for heavy traffic, it looks for bad traffic, and it just stops those attempts that shouldn't be happening and ends those attacks as quickly as possible. So the next thing it does is it looks for security breaches as well and protects you, you against losing people's data. So with GDPR in the EU, and it still affects people over the world, GDPR, you know, it's, it's, it's basically a worldwide thing now, um, it will be incredibly damaging for any business to be guilty of losing people's data. That could be login details, and it could also be people's bank details as well if you're taking online payments. Losing those details, you'll lose people's trust, your reputation will be hit, and potentially even fines as well, depending on how bad the breach was. But with Cloudflare, they provide a layer of protection to prevent data breaches from happening on your website. Third thing that Cloudflare does is to prevent against malicious bots. Now, we are a company who provide chatbots to people, and we, we, we think you know, bots are great. But not all bots are great. While there are some amazing bots out there that help businesses by talking to their customers and providing them with a service and doing great things, even things like SEO it can do as well, there are many bad bots out there that are built to go out and scrape data, make fake payment pages on websites, steal data, do all these nasty things. And Cloudflare is very adept at analysing, looking for bots based on their activities and what they're doing and block those bots from doing any harm to your website or your users' data. So using a CDN like Cloudflare is adding on an extra layer of protection to your hosting. So don't think that get a cheap hosting provider that's a bit rubbish and get a CDN because that will shore up those issues. That CDN will not be able to do everything, but it will be able to provide you with a good level of security, an extra layer of protection to stop your website from being vulnerable. So on to number three. And third on our list is about usernames and passwords. Now, when I've been working with other people, helping people with websites, and sometimes they will provide me with their login details. Generally, I say, don't give me your login details. Make me a new account, then delete it when I'm finished. Um, but when I see people's login details, sometimes I really do put my head in my hands. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? I've seen ones where people just put their first name in for the username and the password is just like, you know, 
New Street 17 where they, they live. And it's just, no, don't do it. Don't, don't do it at all. It's really basic. So when you are installing WordPress, it asks you for a login username and password for an admin account. So this is the person who can get into the back end of the website and change the website page content and access user data and things like this. So getting access to that admin is really important for you and really important for hackers as well. You want to keep them out. You want to stop them from getting into your website. And the first thing you can do when you're installing WordPress is come up with a robust username and password. It's so basic. So don't go for anything straightforward or simple or anything that could be easily guessed or worked out. Don't put your business name in there at all as well. Just keep any sense out of the process. So what I use um, is Dashlane. Dashlane is a password manager. There's other um, password managers out there as well, but I, I, I use Dashlane. And it's a really, really good tool to have. You know, I have it installed on, on, on my computer, on my phone, and when I go to a website where I've got an account, it just tells me straight away what my login details are. It fills in the form for me, and then it allows me into the website really easily. And it's a, it's a very secure process, much more secure than just using the same old username and password and remembering it every time. And you know, So with Dashlane, it can store passwords. So first and foremost, you don't need to come up with basic ones that you you won't forget. You can come up with complex ones and use them to store that complex username and password. Also, they have a password manager tool that allows you to generate a password. So it can help you generate a username and a password for a website that's up to 40 characters in length, 40 on a, on a phone, 28 on desktop. And you can include uh, symbols and you can use uppercase, lowercase letters, numbers, just complete random nonsense. And because of it being random, it's going to be near impossible being able to guess. So what when I'm setting up websites for people, uh, or even myself, I'll use Dashlane to generate a long string of complete nonsense for the username and the password that can never be guessed. And if you use a Kaspersky password checker, which you can search for on Google, Kaspersky password checker, you pop in your username and password and just do a quick check. And it will tell you how long it would take for someone to, with brute force, guess your password. And the ones I use are the top level, where it's, it would take over 10,000 centuries for someone to guess my password. So bear in mind that's for username and password. So theoretically that could be 20,000 plus centuries to guess all the login details. So you know, we're talking about the end of the world before anyone's going to guess my login details. That's pretty secure. So go with something like that that provides you with such an incredibly complex username and password. You just couldn't imagine standing on a street corner just handing out your bank details to random people. Or Don't do it with your login details. Don't make it that simple. So when that's done, when you've got your username and password set up, what you need to do as well is go into your WordPress dashboard and go down the left-hand side to Users and where it's got your display name what it will do in the first instance is display that complex username as your username. So when you write a blog post or you edit a page or whatever, it will tag in the user who made that page or made those changes. And it will put your login um, details down as who did it. So straight away it's telling people your login details with your username. 
So you go to users and you change it. So where it says first name, last name, put in your first name, your last name, and then change display username to being your, your name. Because then people won't just be able to see your login details from WordPress. So yeah, do do change that as well on top of that. But make it really complex. Make it really hard. If someone's got someone's gonna hack your website, at least make them work for it. <laughs> Try to make it hard for them. So we've got great hosting. We've got a CDN. We've now installed WordPress with really robust security, username and password. Now we're down at WordPress level with it all installed. The next thing you need to do is install a WordPress security plugin. So you might be thinking, I've got hosting that's really, really good. I've got a CDN. I've got my login details sorted. Why do I need a WordPress plugin now? And some, 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 some people I see just say, I don't need it anymore. I've got enough. But actually, what WordFence does, which is our recommended WordPress security plugin, what WordFence does is it has WordPress-specific tools that work only within your WordPress installation to secure your WordPress installation. So what it does, first and foremost, is it has a web application firewall. They refer to it as their WAF within, their, within the, um, the plugin. And what it does is it looks for malicious traffic. Same as Cloudflare is doing, same as your hosting is doing. It's also providing an extra layer of looking for malicious traffic. And what it does is it tries to prevent any breaches of data and things like that as well. So it's doing the same thing as your hosting. It's doing the same thing as the CDN. It's just an extra fallback third layer of protection from malicious traffic. Most importantly, what it does really is it's got a malware scanner. And on a regular basis, it will scan your files within your WordPress installation. And it will look for any changes to files, themes, plugins, which should not have happened, which were not part of an update. So anyone who's got into website and has changed some of your, your, your plugins to provide them with a backdoor to your website, it will get rid of those changes. It will look for any malware that's been placed within your website. It will look for any bad URLs, any backdoors, any SEO, spam, any malicious redirects, any injections of code, which can happen sometimes. It looks for all these known th threats and known issues. It finds them if they exist on your website and gets rid of them. So it's really WordPress specific, really focus on that WordPress installation and ensuring it's as safe as possible. They then provide login security as well. And we'll get on login security in the next bit. But what they can do as well is you can use two-factor authentication for your website and you can use a capture on the login page as well. So WordFence and any WordPress um, security plugin, but we, we, we recommend WordFence, will provide you really specific WordPress security for website, and it's something you just have to have. So number five in our seven points is about hiding your login page. Now this is something which WordFence doesn't do. We'll get on to why very soon. With any WordPress installation, when it's installed out of the box, if you go to mywebsite.com forward slash wp-login.php or mywebsite.com forward slash wp-admin, you type that in and press enter or whatever, submit the, the website address, 
it will take you to the login page for your WordPress admin dashboard. And that, you know, straight away, I'm sure you're thinking that's a problem. If someone knows where to go to get into your admin dashboard, then it's just giving them a free access to your website. That sounds crazy. Now, what WordFence say about this with their security is they don't provide login hiding your login page because they say that sort of security by obscurity is done by people who have weak security. So you don't need to hide the login page if your security is robust. However, what I do is I, I, I recommend using the WPS Hide Login plugin. WPS Hide Login plugin. You can tell it where you want your login page to be. So rather than mywebsite.com forward slash WP hyphen admin, it can be mywebsite.com forward slash login page or forward slash gorilla or somewhere completely random where no one ever think to look. And because the reason why I use it is because I had a website in the past that was getting hit with hundreds of hacking attempts every single week. And the amazing WordFence plugin was stopping all of these attacks, preventing them from logging in, noticing what they're doing, and it was malicious, and the attempts to log in were wrong, and it was stopping these people from getting to my website. But I was just so thinking, eventually, if I'm allowing hundreds every single week to have a go at hacking website, getting in, eventually one of them's going to get in. Is there any way of stopping them from getting there in the first place? Well, with the WPS Hide Login plugin, I activated it on this website, came back a few weeks later, and I'd gone from hundreds of hacking attempts per week to about, about 10, and that was it. So while WordFence quite rightly say our security plugin is so good, you don't need to hide your login page. Yeah, but if you hide it, it then limits how much you need to use WordFence. So it's a simple thing, and some people might say it's a waste of time, but I do strongly recommend you hide that login page and just, once again, if someone's going to hack your website, at least make them work for it. Make it hard for them. Make it complex. So yeah, hiding login page, I, rec- I would recommend. Number six, updates. Updates, just so important. One of the things with owning a WordPress website and one thing is owning an agency has loads of websites as well, is there's a constant need to update themes, plugins, and the WordPress installation itself. Constant updating. I get I get um, emails regularly and um, about if you about plugins need updating, things like that. And oh it's just so much work to do. But you can't ignore the updates. Now the number one reason why there'll be an update for a theme, a plugin or a WordPress installation is because of security. Because, obviously, with all these layers of security we're adding to our website, hackers have to find a way of getting in. So what they do is they'll look at themes and plugins and WordPress itself, and they'll look for vulnerabilities, for issues in the coding that provide a way in for them. And when they find a way in, they will look to go for any website with that theme, that plugin, or any WordPress website, and they'll go and attack that weakness. So the people who make the the theme, the plugin, or the people behind WordPress will look to patch and fix and remove that issue with whatever it, it is that has the issue. 
and that update will be providing a fix to stop your website from being hacked. So even with the amazing hosting, the CDN, the great username and password, with, with WordFence and things like that all set up, a simple plugin can have an issue within how, with how it was written in the first place and someone can still get in. Now, obviously, with WordFence, it would spot that malicious chain that the hackers made and delete it. But stopping it in the first place is important. That's why you need to run updates. And updates are just sometimes an awful lot of work, but just fundamental. You, if you've got a WordPress website, you've got to be on top of it and doing those updates regularly. Now, with WordFence, that plugin installed, it will send you an email every time there's an update that needs to be run so you know you don't fall behind and forget about your updates it will tell you and you can go and update a plugin a theme or a wordpress itself when it's necessary so we've got these six issues or six fixes to these issues of security so far but we need to have a plan b what happens if all of these amazing steps we've taken somehow don't work we need a we need a backup and that's what we do we have backups so i mentioned about the great hosting and with your great hosting provider that you've chosen they will be be giving you free as part of the fee daily backups to your website so if something goes wrong with your website either you make you, you mess something up yourself or someone hacks your website you can get your hosting company to help you or do it yourself and just roll back your website to the last saved backup that was safe and secure. Simple. You can also do it at a WordPress level as well. You can install a plugin like the Updraft Plus plugin, which we recommend. And then with Updraft, you can use it to take a either daily, weekly or monthly snapshot of your website where it backs up your WordPress files and your WordPress database and it stores it in the cloud somewhere so you can use things like Google Drive, Dropbox, uh, OneDrive, things like that and you can store a backup away from your hosting securely away from your website so if anything goes wrong you can just with one click of a button start the process of backing of rolling back your website to a previous saved version and it's so quick and it's so easy. I had a website for a client where they had made changes themselves and just got it completely wrong and messed up the website because they hadn't followed instructions. And they came to me and said, the website's completely messed up. And rather than pick through the changes they made, I just went to the, the saved backup from a week ago, rolled it back to that version. The website was like, within less than a minute, the website was back up working perfectly, thanks to Updraft. So I would, I would recommend that. You need to have a viable plan B and not be complacent because with all these layers of security, one little mistake within a plugin's um, coding or a theme or WordPress itself, one little mistake can undermine all of those things you've done and provide someone with a way in to hack your website. So you need to be able to have a viable backup as a completely stress-free plan B. So... We've come to the end of our podcast, so just in summary, we've got get yourself great hosting, get yourself a CDN like Cloudflare, get yourself um, really good username and login details that are impossible to be guessed, install a great 
WordPress plugin for security like WordFence. And of course, hide your login page as well. Make it really hard for anyone to guess and know where to go to, to log into your website. And you must make sure you are running updates on a regular basis to keep your site free from any, any vulnerabilities or any issues that make it easy to hack your website. And finally, all else fails, you need to have a plan B, a backup. Make sure it's happening on a daily basis. So, hope you've enjoyed our seven steps to make sure your WordPress website is secure. We'll have a new podcast out soon, so hopefully I'll see you on the next one, and hopefully you're going to be ready to enjoy whatever, I don't know what it is yet, whatever our next podcast will be about. So thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next one.